This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. 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 Hey, Jody. Bruce. This is an exciting episode. I'm so... I, I've been looking forward to this one for a couple weeks after we talked about doing it. Um, I just wasn't expecting it to be doing it so early in the day, <laughs> Well, but you know. it's going to be a great day, so I'm looking forward to it. There's nothing wrong with having an Oktoberfest beer tasting at 1020 <laughs> a.m. Right? on a Thursday. <laughs> so here we are. My day is going to be amazing. Yes. Yes, it is. And just, that's exactly what we're doing, which is something that we've wanted to do for a long time is yeah. an actual beer tasting. Yeah. He... Where did you, where did you say you just like a grocery store or did you go to the liquor store? So kind of thing? luckily here in Portland, we have many places where you can find lots of tasty beer and I wanted to grab some Oktoberfest beers. Uh, so I went to a place called Belmont station, which is one of the, has one of the best selections in okay, town okay, okay. and uh, tried to grab some Oktoberfest beers. So yes, each episode we're drinking a beer or trying some kind of beverage this time we're trying multiple. We have yeah. what, six? One, two, three. Yeah, six. Yeah, so we have six. <clears throat> and uh, there there was some, uh, uh, I, I had some criteria as I went through and chose these beers. Okay. So obviously we needed Oktoberfest beers mm-hmm. or fest beers or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing for this specific theme. Now, there is a difference between Oktoberfest uh-huh. beers and Marzins and uh, some of these other beers that are, are put out this time of year. I read a long article about it. I didn't retain <laughs> most of what I read. Right. But I will say that uh, there's a difference between a Marzin and an Oktoberfest. Okay. I thought um, Oktoberfest Marzin. Yeah. It's, there's, so there's, there's a, a whole, little different there's between a whole just thing. a regular Marzin and an Oktoberfest? Yes. Okay. And the other criteria that I tried to stick to for the most part was uh, – there are only certain beers that are allowed to be sold at Oktoberfest in Germany. There's like a oh. list of, of something like six. And that's the way that it's been forever since they started doing weird uh, their Oktoberfest, which they don't call Oktoberfest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got a few of those beers as well. So we're going authentic with it, uh, you know, with a, with a few exceptions so well we always got to throw in some fun ones yeah and uh you know to to add to all of this we didn't want to just um you know have you listen to us drink beer taste a beer be (laughs) quiet think about it and you know respond because i don't know how well that uh that'll not very compelling audio right right so we are also going to answer some questions that have been sent in listener questions reader questions all that kind of stuff we always Try to do at least an episode or two where we answer some of your questions. So if you ever have questions about us, about the episode, about what we're doing, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. You can email us on Chubster or Bearskin, any of those places. It all kind of gets filtered down and we pick some of the fun ones or the crazy ones. Definitely. We'll see how this goes after drinking six beers. Yeah. You know, this is probably something (laughs) we'll do seasonally or as we have a theme. And we will just uh, integrate uh, a beer tasting into it, which mm-hmm. that mean, sounds, why not? That sounds great. That's yeah. the best way to answer questions is over a beer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So maybe we should start with uh, by opening a beer because yes. we have a limited amount of time and we have six beers to get through. Ooh, we'll just start chugging. Right. Yep. Ah. 
Okay, this first one, Oktoberfest Marzen by Polliner. Okay. Polliner Oktoberfest Marzen. Nice. It is a 5.8 alcohol by volume and a 20 IBU for all of you aficionados. So I believe that uh, Polliner is one of the uh, breweries that is allowed to uh, peddle their wares at Oktoberfest in Germany. Yes. So uh, I'm very excited because, you know, you can't, I, in my opinion, you can't really go wrong with some of these Oktoberfest beers and especially the, you know, legit, these are the ones from Germany. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah this is actually from Munich. Mm. It's sold under the Oktoberfest name here in the U.S. and as Munich Marzen in Germany. So they're mm. very, this is probably like their, uh, um, oh man. That's good. That is good. That's malty. Yes. It's uh, easy to drink. Malty. Glorious. Yeah. Ooh, it smells really yummy. If you want to talk about it a little, I'm going to pass this around to our friends here. We have friends that are going to be helping us taste some of the beer. So it says some of the top um, flavor profiles say malty, smooth, sweet, light, and clean. It's got from my friends on... um, what is this? Untapped. Make sure you guys are following us on Untapped. You can see all these crazy beers. Um, it's got a 4.0 from the, my friends that I have on here. And then from everyone on Untapped, it's got a 3.66. So it's everyone seems to enjoy it. Yeah, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Mm. What do you think? Ooh, that is yep, that is good. I feel like it's a beer that you could drink at a festival. Yep. You could you could enjoy for <clears throat> prolonged periods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's, not, it's not like really strong. The 5.8, I guess, is not that strong for me. So Right. Hmm. Okay. It's a real caramely, multi-color. It's good. Do we have a, an interesting question for beer number one? Well, we'll, start, uh, well some, of these, some of these will be kind of quick fire because they're, a lot of the questions that we get, you know, some of them are basic, hmm. you know, and, and it's uh, maybe, ba- maybe basic to us. Maybe basic. Maybe basic just <laughs> because we... Deal with this all the time. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know. So, uh, this one comes from Tanya, who says... Uh, hi, hi, Tanya. Hi, Tanya. I need help finding pants for my husband. Uh, he's 5'2". Oh. And he's wide. Can you help? Okay. Well, Tanya, that uh, gives us some information. Thanks for, thanks for uh, five, sending us the and question. 5'2 and wide. Uh, says he's about 220, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Um, Which doesn't, well, doesn't really... Yeah, matter. I would probably say... Um, you need to be friends with a tailor or find a good tailor in your area. Um, Cause I mean, most places like a 28 is kind of where they stop. That's the shortest I've seen in a lot of places. Sure. Um, so, I mean, if you have a good tailor somewhere, you, I know I'm, I always plug DXL, but they, most of the locations have tailors. Mm-hmm. So you can do that. Um, you can find tailors all over the place. Um, just look at reviews for tailor shops and just get the waist to fit and you can always get them hemmed and tapered. That kind of stuff would be my recommendation. I think it's, I think that's really important. Having a, having a tailor, if you don't fit within the, uh, the box that uh, the apparel industry has uh, (laughs) set out there for your specific size, having a tailor is super important. So uh, when you're a little shorter, it makes sense to, um, get your things altered. Now, uh, you didn't tell us if, uh, uh, if your guy has, um, I don't know, uh, thick thighs, mm-hmm. if there are any other things that, that you need to think about, but, um, uh, 
Yeah, you if you get my, it to fit in all in the waist and the thighs and stuff, right? The you know, the rest of it. I mean, even that stuff can be fixed, but try to get as much of it to fit the way you want, and then they can chop off the bottoms and taper them or do whatever you need to do. There are some stores that that cater to uh, short guys, uh, but I don't know that. Um, I don't know that 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 they're going to have things for a bigger guy necessarily. There's one that is out of like it's either Minnesota or Wisconsin. And it's uh, uh, is it large or small, big or tall? Is there is there <laughs> motto? The, I know it's like, amazing. They've been around since like the 50s. Uh, uh-huh. Let me see if I can find it. But I always, yeah, I always every day we do hemmings and we do tapering of pants. It's it's a pretty easy and affordable thing that you can do to get your pants to fit the way that you need. So it's always a, a pretty good option. And it, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are, if you go to chubster.com, we've covered uh, clothes for short guys before. So uh, head over to chubster, <clears throat> check it out. I know the, what I was trying to find there, I was not finding, but I know that in the last nine years, I've written an article about that. Well, yeah, you're yeah. So, vertically, Challenge, yeah, right. maybe. I'm 5'8", uh, you know, and uh, uh, generally have issues finding things. Uh, being 5'2", you definitely, it's something you're having to think about on a regular basis. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, as far as my go-to uh, jeans that I recommend, um, I can recommend kind of what I wear on, on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, the Levi's 541s are uh, you know, something that I wear a lot. Yep. They're an athletic fit. So, if, mm-hmm. if your guy has bigger thighs... Look for something with an athletic fit and you'll be good to go. And then you can get those altered. I also uh, surprisingly wear a lot of American Eagle Outfitters, uh, if that's what they're still called. Is it American, American Eagle? Eagle? Yeah, yeah. American Eagle um, uh, jeans as well because they have a ton of stretch. They go up to size 48 now. Um, and I have two pairs that I swear by. And I think, I'm pretty sure I'm wearing a pair of them right now. Ooh. I'm about 90% sure without looking at the tag. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, super comfortable. Um, I would say take a look at both of those places. But, yes, you're going to have to uh, realistically look at getting them altered. And, yeah, I mean, there, there's there's a cost uh, associated with, with that. And it would be much better if you didn't have to do that every time. But um, you should be prepared for that. And, like I said, check out Chubster. Uh, use the search function and look for... Uh, Close for short guys, and you'll find the articles. Yay. Yay. All right. All right. Beer two? Number two. Uh-huh. It's going fast. Uh-huh. And I think we did one of these beers before because I remember struggling with the name of. Yeah. So this is. Um, let me. Anger. 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 Anyone? Anger. Over there? Anything? A Y I N G E R. You know what you think that might be called? It is another Oktoberfest just, just Marzen. What you thought it might be, if you had a pronunciation idea for this. Anger. Anger. Oh, anger is about to explode. All it's right. getting ang- anger yes, here. Yes. All right. This is a 5.8 ABV alcohol by volume. Yes. So. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, and this sorry, one sorry about is that, again from. <laughs> this is another beer from Germany. Um, yes. We are doing. The flavor profile, it says malty, smooth, sweet, light, and clean again. This one has a very similar color profile to it. Oh, this is a little lighter in color. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like this. I like this. It's uh, it, it's you know this Oktoberfesty kind of kind of beer. This one by my friends on Untapped has a three point three eight, and then everyone is a three point eight two. It's the average is is interesting because I'm just wondering like is are there are there German Oktoberfest beers that are just like super high that are that are high rated that are hidden from us that we're not finding? Yeah, maybe. I'm curious. Well, I've heard, I, know. I think Polliner is a little bit um, more widely known. Sure, so that had a little higher rating. Is it like the Bud Light of? I don't know, but Budweiser of. Of Germany. Germany? I, oh, yeah. I wonder oh. what the Budweiser of Germany is. <laughs> I'm sure they have one. I'm sure every mm-hmm. every country seems to have that kind of, you know, that beer. Yeah, I do. I'm a big fan of these Oktoberfest Marzins. They're just easy to drink. Yeah. It's not like a, you know, polarizing flavors in there. It's just a traditional beer flavor to it, it is it is and I, I it's i love these i love these they're they're fun to drink they're they're good for this time of year when it's starting to get cool and i do i do kind of wish i had lederhosen uh-oh i know oh I'll yeah know. you Next time. oh wait did you just check in with that one um i haven't checked in at september all september 13th oh, oh did i oh you drank this beer i wonder where at how does it say look at that Few details. All right, I'm I'm creeping. Oh, this is at your house. Oh, all right. Well, I see your house in the background. September thirteenth. So. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. All right. Well. Oh, hey, how about that? <laughs> all right. Well, see, this is why Untapped is important. I was like, this one seems familiar. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if you forget what kind of beer you've been drinking, then you've got Untapped to remind you. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. So What's here's our question for this one. This question is about. Sweatshirts. Okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to find a gift to thank my wonderful computer tech for his many hours of selfless help. Uh, This comes from Amy. Excuse me. Hello, Amy. Hi, Amy. I I would like to get him something as simple as a fun sweatshirt. And I'm coming up so empty-handed. He is a 4X to 5X, depending on the cut. His words. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything I'm finding out there stops at 2X, and if it's bigger, it's often tacky or really poor quality. Please, if you have any ideas for me, I'd be really grateful. Many thanks. Some fun sweatshirts so, in a 4 to 5X. So I'm thinking, so it sounds like, tech it sounds like quality okay, is yeah. important. Yeah. Fit is obviously important. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that's going to last. Mm-hmm. So. And are we thinking like just sweatshirt, like a crew neck pullover? Probably, okay. you know, maybe, maybe we could throw in something like that's a, a little, type. get a little more, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. We have. Think about sweaters and sweatshirts. I mean, yeah, DXL is the it's first starting, thing. It's starting to get to be that season. There's yeah. one that I really like that I have in the store. It's by Society of One. Okay. It's a, like a, just a crew neck sweatshirt, but. It's all green, like an army green color, but it's got a texture of the camo everywhere, but it's not like different colors. Okay. So it's got a lot of texture to it that I really like. So it, and and the Society of One is a really nice brand. Check out DXL and look up Society of One. Nice. Um, They've got lots of cool stuff. Is Society of One kind of that, kind of a more fashion forward brand? Yeah, it's a little bit more... Right. Urban or trendy. So that's cool. So there's, yeah. so there's trendy. What would you recommend if, if she wants to go with something that's a little more traditional? Um, I'd probably do the Reebok. We've got tons of Reebok. Um, you know, they're just the 
core sweatshirts. Right. Um, you know, they come in gray and black and navy and maybe red. And there might be a couple seasonal colors. Okay. But we, you know, we sell those just kind of year round when people need those. Just right. a generic sweatshirt. But they're, you know, they it's last a standard. quite a yeah, yeah, they last a while. Nice. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as the sizes you're looking for and those different options, there you go. DXL. Uh, chances are there's one close to you. Mm-hmm. So, take a look around see what you can find. Yeah. Awesome. Got to finish right. this one. All right. I am going to grab beer number three. So, all of our beers thus far have uh, they've been in bottles. But now, my friends, we're opening something <laughs> that is uh, uh, in a can. And it is also a German beer, but doesn't seem to be... Uh, it's not one of the ones that they allow at, uh, wah, wah. at least I it don't looks think like so. It. It's got one of the beer ladies it, it on does. there. I better, I better check the list just to be sure. Yeah. This one is called Dinkel Acker. Dinkel Acker. <laughs> which sounds, sounds dirty to That's me. That's what we're saying. That's uh, how we're pronouncing it anyways. Uh, on here, it's like all one word. So I, I can imagine knows. someone who's maybe a German speaker They're who's listening cringing. to this. Yeah. You They're stupid Americans throwing their beer at the at their podcast device. <laughs> so it's a five point seven alcohol by volume. Um, it's from somewhere in Germany. Sorry, everyone. It's from Dinkel, Germany. Dinkel Acker, Germany. No, I, I, sure, I sure hope. <clears throat> um, these don't give you like a like a big description like a lot of the. Oops. This is interesting because, oh, so on the side of it, it actually has a whole section that says for China only. And then it's all in Chinese. For Oh, I was like, this beer is only for I wonder, China. I wonder if this is like a, is this like a German beer for China that we somehow ended up with? That's weird. I don't know. So this one's a, right. I think this is the darkest one so far in color. Uh, it's malty, smooth, sweet, light, clean again. Excuse me. None of my friends have rated this one. Excuse me. It's a new experience. New experience for all of us. It's got a 3.6 from everyone on Untapped. So make sure you're downloading the Untapped app and following along. And you can probably get all of these beers to try out. They most most uh, beer places and liquor stores. If we're able to get it, yeah. yeah. We didn't do anything special for these, so right. Yep. Yep. So we. uh, uh oh. Yeah, I know. A little more. It's a big can. I know. So uh it's gonna be a long podcast, folks. Oh boy. The go. questions are gonna get I know. more and more I know. interesting. All right. Let's see here. Let's see <clears throat> here. Okay, so Oh there about Marzen is a beer rich in malt with a balance of clean hop bitterness, bread or biscuit biscuit like aroma and flavor is common, originating in Germany. This style used to be seasonally available in the spring with the fest style versions tapped in October. Have you, uh, you know, when they, when they say biscuit, like aroma, have you ever been able to, have you ever noticed like, (laughs) excuse me, like uh, for me, when it's uh, more like, I feel like it's like yeasty, not like, yeah, I've never, I don't think like when I'm baking biscuits, this is what I've never smelled a beer that smells that makes me think of a biscuit, but you know, makes me want to also not a, not a beer tasting professional. I've enjoyed many beers, but I wouldn't consider myself a pro. So there's that. Hmm. All right. Our question. Yes, please. This question comes from Wendelin. Wendelin. Which is an awesome name. I lo- that's a perfect October name. Wendelin. All right, Wendelin, your question. <laughs> I have several pairs of large waisted vintage Levi's. I would like to make something on them, but I also like helping the community. 
I live in Kansas City, Missouri. Cannot afford shipping. If you are interested, I will send pics and sizes. Uh, thank you for your time. Large so, wasted for, vintage Levi's. My, okay. First, the first things first. I am personally not interested in vintage Levi's. I mean, I, I'm definitely interested in, in vintage Levi's, but I got a lot of pants in my house right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I too. Well, I wouldn't. I'm, they're not I'm, vintage. Part of it. <laughs> excuse me. Part of it is. Um, I'm wondering how vintage they are. Yeah, because what, I might what be does vintage mean? Yeah. Like 70s vintage? Yeah, are we talking 90s? Are we or, talking yeah. 2007? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was like, right. I have some vintage Levi's yeah. in my closet. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, okay, if they're like 60s, 70s, and, and they're big, mm -hmm. I am down. Yeah. That, now, that I would buy. Yeah, what? And how yeah. do you know if they're vintage? Like, so there apparently there are do, ways are there you can tell the codes inside because I know Levi's has a ton of tags on the inside. Yeah, so I think there yeah, I like think there codes. are ways that you can. Okay. I've got a book on uh, denim where they kind of dig into that with some of the people who are really into. Yeah, that yeah. Stuff. I've watched. There was a, a fun. Uh, I, I always think everything's on Netflix because it's like some Amazon, streaming. Yeah. some streaming thing. There was a, a really cool like documentary about uh, denim and like all the weaving and all the looms that they've sent to Japan from the U S to do all the, you know, the crazy, like really super raw or like right. heavy duty denims and all that stuff. It was really cool. Nice. But I, there is definitely a market for vintage denim. Vintage in general is a huge, there is uh, the resale market is really huge. Um, cause everyone's into upcycling and reusing and all those words. Um, so there, there are always, there are a ton of places that you can, that you can sell, uh, clothes. Yeah. I um, mean, you can do eBay and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And then you can have the customer pay, you know, pay for the shipping. And, uh, I actually did a, uh, so there's a video series on Chubster that is called answer land and it is basically what we're doing here, except it's with me in front of a camera and <laughs> you, get to, uh, you get to see Bruce. Yes. And, uh, one of those that I, did earlier this year was it's called uh, where to sell swap trade or donate. Oh, that's right. You're big and tall clothing. And it talks about a lot of different places you can go. So, you know, obviously you could look for local places. Um, that yeah, all, every, every place has a vintage right. shop. Right. If, or yeah. Or they've In got Kansas like a city uh, there. Yeah. I know there's vintage. Or they've got like a Buffalo exchange or something like that. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want to go that route. Um, I would look to see if you can find any like plus size resale, uh, shops. One of the things that I will say is that a lot of the places around the country, and I, I chose a handful of uh, uh, of my favorites from around the country, like Fat Fancy, which is here in Portland, mm -hmm. uh, the Plus Bus in, in LA, LA yeah. um, plus Brooklyn is in New York. Uh, the problem with some of them is that um, they don't sell a lot of masculine clothing. They mm -hmm. just, if they have it, they just don't sell it. Doesn't, a lot. Yeah, it doesn't. Right. Yeah. So, so some of them won't take. Masculine clothing, you really need to look into it and see. But yeah. uh, I would definitely look in your local area. You're in Kansas City. Uh, I lived in Missouri for a long time, so I know that there are a lot of uh, places you could go. Um, that is one way to, to do it, and I would recommend looking locally first. Um, yeah, keep it local if you can. Totally. That's there, good. Uh, there are other things you can do. Now, my guess is that you're not wanting to dive into this as a big thing because you have a couple pairs mm -hmm. of Yeah, pants. it's not like you're... Right. Your new career selling vintage big size denim. Exactly. Levi's. But if you were and you wanted to be enterprising about it, you could start a plus size clothing swap. Which oh, yeah. We see a lot of those mm -hmm. uh, here in our area. 
there are also places online that you can go. Uh, Poshmark, ThreadUp, Railed, uh, even Facebook Marketplace, which Ooh. is a whole lot of crazy. So you can find all kinds of goodies on you there. You can find everything there. Uh, so <laughs> so you got some options. Um, you might even be able to do it in a way that doesn't require you to have to pay for shipping up front. Yeah. So I would look at those and see what you can find and uh, go from there. Uh, all right. That was a good one. Yeah. Let me uh, think. Thanks for your questions. Did you even try this one? I, I, I took a quick sip and did not think about it. Let's see. It is good. Dinkle Ocker. Dinkle Ocker. It was. It's good. I enjoyed it. That is really weird for China only. It's like this big thing. It is. Do they have? They must have like. Different... I feel like it's the. There's a little more of an alcohol taste to this one than maybe the others. Or you're just getting drunk. Mm. Five point. It's only five point seven. Is it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it. Uh, it could be that you know after you've had a few the accumulation. Of these, I know. Probably should have had little glasses of water to clean our palates to reset. That's for amateurs. Uh. No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's right. That's right. I gotta, I gotta look at this one and type it because I cannot. Mm. W e i h e n s t. Okay. Woo. Uh, I do like that. It's 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 fine. I don't know that I would drink it again. Yeah, I, that one wasn't my favorite. Yeah. So this, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this pronunciation out here. Yes, please. Uh, why Heistefiner? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm about ninety nine percent sure that that's that sounds right. Pronounce it. It's why Heistefiner Fest beer, and I think I think this is the beer that uh, I was about to leave. And as I, uh, I was about to leave the place that I got all this beer, the uh, the gentleman behind the counter uh, was looking at the beers and he was like, "Oh, Oktoberfest, huh?" I was like, "Yeah," and I heard something <laughs> no, in no. his in his voice that <laughs> no. told me, yeah, "No, no, sir, no." Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. No, I uh, I heard something in his voice that kind of made it. It seemed like maybe he was, he was judging. Di- yeah, judging. A little, a little disappointed. Huh. So I said, is there anything that I'm missing that you think I should have? And he told me, why Heistefinder? All right, sir. All right. Uh, the opener? Oh, sorry. The opener, please. And the opener. All right. It's a fast beer. Uh, this is one of the beers that is allowed at uh, Oktoberfest. It's a 5.8 uh, ABV. Uh, a full, rich-bodied, hoppy seasonal lager, especially brewed for the Feist beer season. This beer truly represents the Bavarian way of celebrating. Deep gold color. This is this oh, is wow. a lighter. Yeah, I am digging this, and it's a fest beer. And I, I, I believe that fest beer is different from Marzen. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yes, it is. Yeah, not even a beer rich in malt with a balance of clean hop bitterness. Another biscuit-like malt aroma and flavor is common, originating in Germany. This style is used by seasonally available, used to be seasonally available in the spring with the fest style versions tapped in October. Okay. Let's see here. Light, uh, sweet, malty. Oh boy. More here. I know. I know. I'm going to be done for the day. Oh, well, you know, this is, this is what we signed up for. I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Little did we know. Right. So my friends okay. say it's a 3.2. Okay. Everyone on uh, on tap says three point five nine. Interesting. This is yeah. It's a much lighter color. I still am not getting that um, biscuit thing. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Excuse my seasonal allergy thing starting to go. Hmm. Let's see. All right. Woo! This one is hoppier. I mean, and not like 
IPA hoppy, but of all of these, this is hoppier. It is. Okay. Yeah. Let, me, let me give it a try here and see. <clears throat> Great. Oh, this is what I'm talking about right here. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good. Great mouthfeel and lots of flavor. Yeah. This yes. one has a lot more flavor. That's exactly what I meant. Great mouthfeel <laughs> and lots of flavor. Yes. Uh, all right. This is Here's a fun question. Question number yep. four. I sure. Believe. Yes. All right. Here we go. This one comes from Lewis, who says, <clears throat> why don't you make pants for real men instead of those short, fat little guys like 48 to 54 waist and 40 length? 40 length? Thank you, Lewis. For your, for your angry question. 40 length. It felt like. I can't it, even imagine what the, Lewis. So, yeah, before we. Before is he a we, basketball? He maybe. Be, maybe. I think that. What the, were the dimensions again? Uh, 40, 48 to 54 waist and a 40 length. Jesus. Yes. When people do that, I'm always like, are you sure that's what. Maybe. But I guess I would even step back and say, okay. Uh, sometimes we get questions like this where people are a little angry. And I, I choose to look at it and say, okay, I, I think that a lot of it comes from the fact that when you are a bigger person yeah. or a person that doesn't can't find things in the mainstream regularly, it's uh, frustrating. It and is very difficult. frustrating. Yes. And if you've had to deal with that all your life, you get angry about those things. So well, why don't you specifically, Bruce, make those pants? Yeah, I know. Right, right. So <laughs> I, uh, number one, Lewis, I do not make pants. I would like to make pants, mm -hmm. maybe. Maybe. Maybe somebody wants to make pants with you. Yeah, right. Right. You probably don't want any pants that I make. I'm a, you know, I've made these pants out of cardboard. or I don't We're going to do a home ec class here right, pretty right. soon. So, uh, yeah. So, there are places that you can go. If you're looking for really long pants with mm -hmm. a bigger waist. Where are uh, you? <laughs> I'm like with a 40 length. Yeah. I don't. I know that's a, that is that's quite a length. So um, uh, whew, yeah. I might we might have to do some research and get back to Lewis. Yeah, on let's see that specific sizing. Um, yeah, there's not a. I'm trying to think. 38 is normally the, like the longest we do. Yeah, and we don't do it in all. Normally, it's the smaller sizes. That's like the tall side of things. Right, right. When you get up to the, what was the waist? The 50 to 54? Yes. You so. Because normally when you're that, it doesn't, it's not big and tall. Right, right. So, you're really looking for like, yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the problems that we run into with, uh, with some uh, stores is that they will be like, they'll be like the tall shop and then they have the tall stuff. But they don't have the waist size for mm -hmm. somebody who really needs it. So, um, my first recommendation, sight unseen without doing any research, would be uh, look at getting something custom made. Now, is that a perfect solution? Absolutely not. But there are places that you can go mm. that will allow you to, to uh, make pants based off of your specific measurements. Um if you do that, then you're going to be able to uh, get something that works for you. Um, so, actually, yes, DXL does carry. We just don't do it in the store. Oh, we do have a bunch of our Oak Hill Premium like pants. They're like a khaki type pant. Okay, that come in forty lengths in that waist size. So, look at that. Yeah, How you just that? go to DXL.com. There's a bunch of different colors. I mean, like black, khaki, taupe, gray, navy, new khaki, hmm. 
which is like a lighter khaki. <clears throat> Interesting. 40 length. And you can do different waist sizes. You just, you know, filter. I just filtered length 40 and, and a bunch of things came up. So um, it looks like it's mostly khakis, flat front, and pleated pants. I mean, we sell tons of these Oak Hill premium pants. So yeah, um, you. That is definitely an option. Yeah, you said pants. So we're guessing the pants. Yeah, is, when people say pants, I yeah. think this. Otherwise, people would say jeans or right. denim. Right. So yeah. So I'm, I'm also wondering if maybe, uh, uh, our friends at King size might have, uh, something like that as well. So, um, you know, they also go to eight or nine X, maybe, maybe bigger depending on what you're looking for. But as far as like, uh, yeah, as far as pants go, um, let's see tall. What do we have here? I'm trying to do this in real time folks. So yeah, there are, there are options. You're going to have to dig around a little bit. It might not be available in the stores. You yeah. know, they can only carry so much, unfortunately. So. Yeah. And I mean, it would be. Yeah. So it looks like for uh, King Size also does uh, uh, bigger waists and inseams to 40. So nice. uh, uh, you're you're not out of luck. Yeah, there are man. options. So now, check out DXL, King Size Direct. Totally. And I, I would say, you know, as far as style goes, um, you know, you just, you, you got to look and see. And I think, again, and we'll say this, we could say this every single time we do a podcast that uh, having uh, having someone who can do alterations for you mm -hmm. is important. Yeah, because you can buy a 38, which right. is a little bit more common, let it out and it'll be a 40. Or you can have things modified in different ways that will make them maybe a little more stylish if mm -hmm. that is a, a concern to you. Exactly. We're not saying that it has to be. Uh, first and foremost, you want something that fits. Yes. All right. What's our next beer? Oh, this one looks like it's a local one. I recognize Gigantic. Yes. <clears throat> so I am in love with Gigantic Brewing. And oh. uh, when I see that they have something new that comes out, I've got to get it. They are. It's a, it's a little tiny uh, brewery here in Portland. And they, you know, at least the part that you can walk into is a little tiny area. <laughs> and uh, they have fun beers. I love that uh, each of the, the labels for each of their beers are done by artists. Uh, so they're all unique and interesting. Um, you can, this one, you can get quite, I mean, I'm trying to remember where some people said that they got, they found this. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Sorry, trying to finish my last one. So this is a seven point five percent. This says eight. Oh, where does the, it, the bottle on the back there? Oh, uh oh, yeah. Well, seven point five eight, whatever. Whatever. It's all the same, right? Numbers. Yeah. Numbers. At this point. All right. So this is a local one. Uberfest. Uberfest is a collab with ABGB from Austin, Texas. Hey, how about that? Custom malted Super Vienna malt. Um, malting to create this rich and toasty fest beer. Ooh, awesome. Nice. It's a nice dark one. Oh, yes. I'm going to yeah. maybe, ooh, I don't know. I'll take a little bit more. Yeah. I should have poured yours so that you could have tasted it. It says malty, caramely, woody, deep, and spiced. Nice. Ooh. See, I, I also, uh, I, I liked that, that it was a little darker because I know you're a fan of the darker beers. I so, like darker. For the season, for when we get into like fall and winter, I'm, I have to switch over to dark. Ooh, that and is. Stouts. That is a little roasty. That's dark and malty. Austin. Oh, Austin Beer Garden Brewing. That's is, who the collab is. Is there a little 
That's not chocolate, is it? I don't trust myself to know for sure. Well, whatever you taste, you taste. Sure. I think that's the spice a little bit. Is that? There's some, yeah. There's something there. I, I like this. The caramely, woody. Yeah, yeah. Pretty uh, pretty cool. Super Vienna. I think we it. need to make a trip back over there. I've I've only been there a we couple do. times. It's a great place. It is it is cool. Uh, go out and support your local uh, beer, your local craft brewers. Yes, go support them. We love them. Yes, <clears throat> yes. Tell us about who is your favorite uh, local craft brewer in your neck of the woods. Send us a link. Or a picture of you drinking your favorite beer there, your we favorite Oktoberfest beer. We do want more uh, more recommendations, more ideas, that kind of thing. That All right. Be... All right. Question, please. Uh... Okay. All right. Let's see. So, there are so many. I'm just looking through this to see what we've, uh, what we've got here. Um, this one is kind of... Uh, there are probably people who are listening that will get something out of this. So, uh, yes, I'll just throw there it are out. a lot of people getting stuff out of this. Yes. Um, this one comes from Jonathan who says, hello. Hello, Jonathan. I am a plus size male model. Oh, and I would like to submit a photo on the page, but I can't seem to find the photo submission <laughs> system in the reader photo section. So there's a couple things here. Uh, number one, the, uh, system that you're looking for is, uh, me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and, uh, I am revamping the thing that allows you to send in your photos. Oh. So, uh, this is, uh, I guess kind of, uh, this part is a little Chubster specific, um, tag your images with, uh, Chubster hashtag Chubster. And, uh, you know, if you want, um, if you want them shared on the site or via our social channels, uh, we'll take a look at them. We'll reach out and go from there. Yeah. Do the same for Bearskin. We, I mean, we only share pictures of people in our products. Yeah. I know. I love that people like to tag us in their pictures. That's fun. But right. I don't share random pictures of people. Sure. And just whatever. Uh, what I would also say <clears throat> is um, uh, if you want to be a plus size male model, Congratulations. It's a hard road. Uh-huh. I think uh, um, email, lot, email Bruce specifically. There are a lot of he'll, I think, he'll hook you up. Well, there are a lot of <laughs> like specific and weird <laughs> ideas about what what that is. You yeah. know, like um, it's a lot tougher than you than all the glamour shots on Instagram make it seem to be. It's also generally not going to be a full time job for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the other thing is that a lot of people have an idea that modeling is going to be like this full time. It's your it's your thing. It's all you do. And I get that, you know, because that's kind of what the world wants us to believe, yeah. but it is really not that. So, um, I think the best thing that you can do as far as, uh, getting out there and getting yourself seen is to continue putting your photos out on social, mm-hmm. um, engage with the community that's Let's out say, there. Like comment, right. you know, do all that stuff, right? Have yourself, help yourself stand out in different ways, you know, share, share your photos, do all that kind of good stuff. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's one of those things people will see you. It's, I think you just have to kind of put yourself out there which you've obviously done by reaching out mm-hmm. here, uh, tag your photos with Chubster or, uh, send us a message at info at Chubster.com. And we can take a look at some of your photos and see if there's anything that makes sense. And Jody explained what you need to do if you're going to, uh, rock some bear skin. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we love sharing customer photos. 
everyone really digs it and it's fun to you know show how proud you are of yourself and right. you know in whatever form of wearing our products you want to share please do so and tag us on instagram or facebook or wherever right and two other things i'll say about this is um if you go to chubster there are a lot <laughs> of articles about how to get into modeling um uh, that come from either interviews or articles written by people who are doing it uh, on a full-time regular basis. So you can get some insight there if you go to the site and kind of search for those. Um, I would also say just, you know, I mean, just, just make sure that you are uh, really realistic about what you want and what you're hoping to get out of, out of doing it. And, you know, Go from there. It took me seven years before I uh, had any companies kind of reach out to want to do anything like this. And I'm coming up on year 10 now. So uh, uh, it takes time. It takes mm -hmm. a lot of work. And um, I think I would say that you were better off kind of creating your own thing, building something up and getting yeah, out there. It's, it's always better to do your own thing first, uh -huh. create your own following, and then that leads to you know getting jobs and getting booked it's that's a big thing now with any sort of influencer modeler you know actor what is your following that's what they want to know what your following is what kind of audience you can bring to the project right so, right definitely do that all so, right good luck thank good you luck. for your questions all right. All right. Finally, last our last one. beer. This is like, this is the longest episode we've ever done. You're welcome, right. everyone. Yes. Right. If you've made it through, congratulations. <laughs> All right. Oh, so it's another, what is this? Hacker. Hacker oh, Shore. Hacker Shore. Thank you. Yep. It's original Oktoberfest. Which, Amber which Marzen. Might actually be Hacker Shore. Hacker. Who knows what? Yeah. Ooh. I'm trying to open this. All right. Here. Oh, you still have a little um, sip. Yeah, sip. yeah. I'm, I'm lagging behind. So this is a 6%. Woo. This is from Munich, Germany. Is this one of the official ones? Do you know or remember? Uh, yes, I think it is. This looks like an Absolutely. official with that. I think that yeah. was weird. This little flaggy flag thing. Maybe. Maybe so. Because yeah. this one had the same oh, thing Oh, yeah. On where it's it. got the, the uh, blue the and white. Blue and white sort of check. Oh, this yeah. one has it too, though. Oops. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the the international symbol of uh, we want to be involved with Oktoberfest. Like, wait, that oh wait, yeah. no, that has a tune. Yeah. So. Um, a golden amber color, typical of malt. Wait, typical of malt aromas, defined by a vi various malting. Wow, I cannot talk anymore. All right, do we want to pass that uh, beer over to our friends? Yes, here? I will. Here. Yes, I can read. I can. All right. Okay. A golden amber color, typical of malt aromas, defined by the various malting barley from the Bavarian countryside, hmm. complemented by a light hoppy note. There we go. Ooh. All right. Uh, what do you think? Smooth, malty, sweet, light, and there's a. It says bitter. I don't get bitterness at, at all after the last beer mm -hmm. after the White Heist Defender. This is like smooth and easy to drink now. Mm-hmm. Soft, gentle. Oh, there is a little. I mean, mm -hmm. there is yeah. a little bit, but after yeah. our summer of IPAs, I right. It's definitely. I like this. It's easy drinking. Yes, Very three smooth. three point seven from everyone. I'm the first one of my friends. Nice. Check in on uh, 
Untapped. All right. I like this. So uh, our last question okay. comes from H. Dean Davidson. Ooh. I know, fancy. Thank you for your question, H. Dean. So I had some questions about places that sell proper long t-shirts. DXL used to make some that were good, but in the last year or two, <laughs> they have these new t-shirts that are not long at all. Thanks. <laughs> so. The um, proper long t-shirts. As you are, you are aware of uh, what DXL has, yes. so let's so they did, start there. Um, a new and improved fit on a lot of their t-shirts, and it has been kind of in... A little flux, uh-huh. um, I would say. So go back, try, go to the store, go try on a couple different ones to see which one fits you. I know that they've been improving fits on things. So right. definitely go back into the store and try on a couple things, see what um, what works and what doesn't. Sure. Um, I like that. Yeah. They're so, always, you know, you, you have to stay... They, they, you know, respond to customer feedback, so they're trying to improve things and right. change fits and, be, you know, stay what people are wanting. So, go back in and check it out and see what the your local DXL um, wardrobe consultant or Re- salesperson would recommend for you. Retailers are always changing, so there's always new inventory. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go outside of DXL, take a look at One Bone, which is a uh, Canadian brand that specifically focuses on t-shirts that are a bit longer. Uh, they, uh, I believe, go to 5X. Yes, they go to 5X, and uh, they're a longer shirt, a um, bunch of different colors. Uh, they fit in a lot of different ways. Their website is onebonebrand.com. And uh, they have all kinds of things. They even, I mean, hey, if you want camo, they have camo. So there you go. They have a bunch of different kinds of things, a um, bunch of happier, bigger guys uh, <laughs> wearing the clothes, which, hey, happy that's big guys. We want to see people who look like us wearing the clothes that companies are trying to sell mm-hmm. to us. So check them out. Uh, another one that comes to mind is. Uh, I would check out uh, MVP Collections, which they do have some things available yeah, in, at some, DXLs, yeah. but you can also look at their site directly. They have some other things that uh, maybe they don't carry. Yeah, we have a lot of different yeah. uh, t-shirt, I mean, brands that carry t-shirts. So, But I, I mean, I'm, I'm specifically talking of the Harbor Bay totally. core t-shirts. Yep. So those are things that we're changing, but yeah, we, ha- yeah, we have MVP in a, d- a few select stores. MVP gets a little crazy. They they have all kinds of stuff out yeah, there. They're, they have a new. They're a new, pushing the boundaries of like colors and prints and style. And yeah, 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 they uh, they. Uh, so it was MVP was started by uh, Mo Vaughn. Mo Vaughn, yes, the uh, the famous uh, baseball player. Yes, who uh, built this thing up, got it out there, and he brought in a new partner uh, this year, uh, another uh, baseball player that. Uh, as a kid who grew up in Southern Illinois, Uh-oh. I definitely know this guy. Frank Thomas okay. is a partner in the uh, company, and uh, they just put out a new collection. Uh, it is it's crazy. It's got it's colorful. It's the you know it's insane. It's, it stands been, out. Yeah, it's been pretty colorful and fun. And yeah, I unfortunately don't have it in my store, but I see. I check it out once in a while. We have well, we do have a couple of their uh, jeans that we have in our store, but. Yeah. We don't have the full collection. So I have a t-shirt that MVP sent to me and uh, it's one of my favorite t-shirts. It's just easy to wear. It's comfortable. looks great. All that. 
So check those two out. Check out DXL if uh, there's tons those of t-shirt work. brands out yeah, there. You, you, look for long big t-shirts. guy t-shirts are everywhere. So um, what's Uh-oh. the uh, the Las Vegas brand that? Oh, uh, uh, big boy, big boy bamboo. bamboo. Yes, yeah, yes. they have fun ones. They have lots they of do. color too. Big boy bamboo. They have uh, uh, a lot of extended size stuff that I think starts at 3x and goes up to like eight so yeah, i think they have yeah lots of colors lots of different things so check those out if that fits your body type then there you go all right Bruce. jody we did it Woo! this has been a long damn episode but thank uh, you we for made it. um coming along on this beer yes. oktoberfest journey with us um and thanks for the questions yep. we really um enjoy getting feedback from you guys and having questions we answer them we send emails but every once in a while we like to do a little episode and direct back to you yep so thanks again follow us share our episode yes and send us some recommendations for some more beer we can try Please. please the next episode will be much shorter all right thanks guys bye bye thanks for listening to heavy conversation Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.